Yes, 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 yes. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another brand new Rugby Muscle podcast, the first one of 2020. I'm your host, as always, TJ, and in today's episode, I want to talk about three things that you need to stop doing in 2020. It's I thought about doing another goals one, but if you listen to my previous goals one, first off, I have to point out, thank you for everyone that's listened, that I really did enjoy doing that. It was quite, it was really cool to see or to hear, I guess, to listen to me uh, talk about my goals from the last year and spend the whole year going over them and seeing how I can improve and, and seeing about my, seeing my progress and staying motivated that way. It is like it's been it was almost the ultimate accountability and I want to see if I can do that again but this time in the form of well not in the form of a podcast just in other forms I'll be documenting it a little bit differently because I think like this was quite cool to see for you guys to see and go over like how I performed and well it was just a cool little insight you know it was like a public uh if you know if I'd have just given up on jujitsu by like April, I would have felt like a bit of a dick, and I've had to explain myself, so it was quite cool, but it was also cool knowing that I didn't actually stick to all of them, like I still haven't nailed my human flag, and that's okay, and to be okay with like changing some goals, and but still having a bigger picture mindset, and we'll approach that a little bit with the podcast going forward, or with this podcast in particular. Now with the podcast going forward, I do want to keep some, or get some housekeeping out there. For January, we will be doing Wednesday only episodes, so once a week they'll be uploaded on a Wednesday. Um, hopefully there'll, there'll be one or two guests throughout January, but the guests start ramping up and the whole podcast starts ramping up again in February, where we're looking at Tuesday, Thursday, or not Tuesday, Thursday, Tuesday, Friday release dates. Now, actually, now that I've said that out loud, I think Tuesday, Thursday is a better option. We'll see. We'll see when these podcasts are coming out in February. But the idea being that we have a lot more guests. We have longer forms once a week, you know, up to 45 minutes to an hour plus, like we have done with Mike Isertow and all the guests that we've had on. But then if we're doing short solo episodes, 10 to 20 minutes, something like that, where I'm just discussing a particular topic that interests me that week or the answering questions that you have given me that week or whatever it is. Um, I think that when it's just me doing 45 minutes to an hour just makes me seem to be like a bit of a psycho. It's just strange how if you go all the way back and listen to the original ones where my first few solo episodes, I couldn't get out of my own head. I was like, this is crazy. I'm just talking to myself. And now it makes a lot more sense. It's I've become a little bit better at it, become a little bit more comfortable. But I think it's more important for me just to get to my point or, or at least to, to really hammer home a certain point. And if I go on for 45 minutes, sometimes, you know, even with guests, we, we skirt around a few different topics and we deep we dive deep into some random uh, thought trains and, you know, they go off the rails, which is why it's good that I'm going to get some of these guests back because sometimes I didn't even get to all the questions. But if it's just me, I should be able to keep a bit more, you know, I should keep my ADD at bay and just figure out exactly what my point is of the podcast and get straight to it. So that almost segues me perfectly into today's topic, which is three things that I think you need to stop doing in 2020. I did this because a few years back, instead of setting a to-do list, we set a not-to-do list, so things that we wouldn't do um, in order to, you know, it's another way of doing self-improvement, but it's just, it's if you, you know, sometimes if you set a to-do list, it just seems like so much of an effort, and every time, everything that you look to do, ah, you know, oh, 
damn it, you know, I've got to do this, I've got to get going on this, I've got to get going on this, and whatever it is. Whereas a not-to-do list, you know, it, it it's more about principles, more about staying true to the person that you want to be in order to, you know, and, and not doing certain actions is going to feed into that. So you've just got to do nothing. It makes it, the idea of it seem a little bit easier, and, you know, it just helps you not justify doing, or justify not do it. No, it helps you not justify. Yeah, that, that is right. It helps you not justify to yourself the stupid things that that are very tempting to do at the time when you know action seems difficult or whatever it is. So let me just give an example so that makes it a little bit clearer for you. So for example, I've set myself some not, a not to do list, and part of those things in 2020 are read YouTube comments. I don't think I've ever had anything productive come out of YouTube comments. Sometimes I've even watched YouTube videos. I mean, hopefully we all have. Maybe I'm just coming out as a closet weirdo right now. But sometimes you, you watch videos just to see what the comments are going to say. And, and for no reason, like, it's not going to benefit you. Like, they're not as entertaining as actually high, watching a high-quality video and paying attention to what the video has to say. Um, so, you know, that's an idea of a not-to-do. Another one could be, you know, scrolling through your – mindlessly scrolling through Instagram. Maybe you're scrolling through with a purpose. Maybe that purpose is to be entertained or whatever it is. But – you know, stop doing things mindlessly, and that's the idea. So the idea of these not-to-dos is to bring a little bit more attention to, you know, what you want out of it. So, um, for example, the first thing that you shouldn't be doing in 2020 is warming up. You shouldn't ever warm up. No, I'm just joking. Uh, it's actually being sold everything. Um, I don't know if it's because I own a fitness business myself, but I get bombarded through Instagram, through emails, through YouTube, through whatever it is, you know, the Hulu now, because I get Hulu because I watch, because I get a free Hulu subscription with commercials because I have Spotify. Somehow I've ended up watching commercials. And, you know, it's so easy just to be sold that you need all this shit. And particularly with fitness, you know, the supplement industry, I've, I've given my opinions on that a fair amount of times. But like, I've given my opinion on, on my Instagram about challenges, um, especially free challenges. They're all bullshit. Um, and just being sold so many different things, and um, and I, you know, I've been a part of this. I've been put on pressure phone calls where, you know, give if you give me your card details now, I'll be able to secure your spot. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to give you my card details now. And they're like, well, if you give me your card details now and just put a small down payment um, of this to reserve your spot, you're not going to pay everything up front. Just give me a small down payment, and then uh, you can figure out if you want to commit. Well, I'm like, that's that's bullshit. That's another. Um, I hate all of that shit. I hate, uh, you know, and sometimes I feel like that affects my business because I, I'm not still overly comfortable. That's because I'm, I've got morals, man. I, I don't like selling people shit that they don't need. So being sold everything is a bad thing because there's so much stuff that you don't need and you end up losing sight of the things that are important. Like, for example, and this is, this is a good way of actually selling myself, is if you spend so much time being sold all the bullshit of the supplement industry you can end up spending you know a cup easily a couple hundred dollars on supplements every single fucking month whereas getting coached for a couple hundred dollars a month would give you significantly more progress than 200 dollars worth of supplements would give you and i and i would i would say that as an out and out fact and because but because you're getting sold that you have no time to look for the things that you actually do want so if you're constantly being sold 
you are unaware of the budget, you're unaware of you know your focus, your what your main thing is, what you want to be. You want to buy the things that you want to buy. You don't want to be sold something because if you're being sold, that means it's not something that vibes with you perfectly. You know what I mean? You should buy things that are very important to you, and that's it. You shouldn't be sold on hokey wokey. What is hokey wokey? It's not even a fucking word. You shouldn't be um so you shouldn't be getting sold shit. You should know better. You should stay the course. And if you make that sort of pledge, then you know you're always going to allow yourself to. Hey, I'm going to sleep on this. I'm going to get. I'm going to give myself three days to think about whether this transaction is important to me. And I do this with when I do my coaching consults, and I say, Hey, do you actually want to go full time coaching, or do you want to just stick with this consult? And sometimes people say, Hey, I want to take a few days, or I want to take a few weeks to think about what this uh, to think if this is important to me. And I will give them that because if these people get hard sold, and I and I tell them that you know if they hang up now then the price goes up 200% or if they give me their credit card details then I'm going to throw in extra XYZ bonuses it's all bullshit because then if that person buys through the pressure then maybe they're not the right fit and then that doesn't work either way and I only want to work with people that are a very good fit for me and this is how you should approach everything that you buy you only want to work you want to you want to buy things that are a perfect fit for you. And, it, and I say this not to be that dick who tells you how you should spend your fucking money. Like if traveling and buying halls is fucking important to you, go ahead and do that. You know, it's just that you shouldn't be sold stuff. You shouldn't be convinced that you need a special secret supplement or this special workout routine because none of it fucking exists. It all is hard work. So you've got to figure out what vibes of you and go with that. So give yourself a few days to look over it. Like even free commitments that, uh, are completely free. Think about your commitments. Don't be sold everything. You know, even this is this could extend out to ideas. Don't be sold out ideas and say, "Oh, I've got to jump ship to this. I've got to jump ship to this. I've got to invest in this. I've got to invest in this." You know, stay the course. Have a vision for what you want, and then just if any purchase doesn't fit in with that vision, give it a few days and think about how it can. And if it can't, don't buy it. If it can, great invest. Why not? I'm not saying don't buy everything or don't buy anything, but just stop being sold everything because you know, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, everywhere now we are being bombarded more with just more and more and more shit. So, yeah, if you can if you can sort of reduce that, more power to you. All right, next thing that you don't need in 2020 is you don't need to log your results. There's no point ever tracking your results. Just go in and see how you feel and work your ass off every single time you get into the gym. No, I'm just kidding. You need to log your results. It's important because then you can look back because, you know, sometimes I'll lift 10 kilos lighter than I did last week and it will feel heavy as fuck and I know I've just got to get out of my own head and fucking push it. The real thing that you need to stop doing in 2020 is quitting. So here I'm really talking about quitting altogether not like taking a mini like not making mistakes not fucking up like you you're gonna fuck up this this year you're gonna probably fuck up this week this this fucking day you're probably gonna do something wrong this day that you didn't plan on doing or you didn't want to do that isn't like aligned with exactly what you want to do it's fucking fine you know it's life we put pressure on ourselves so much to be like perfect like absolutely spot on especially when it comes to training and diet like we want we want to make sure that we're like a fucking robot and you know I'm guilty of this myself. The amount of times I've said, yeah, I'm just going to train like a robot. I'm going to do nothing. I'm going to, yeah, fuck. We're emotional beings, man. Like we, you know, things get up on our feels or life doesn't happen the way we expect or we just get bored, you know, and we want to change. We want to do something novel. We want to do something new or we want to change the scenery or, or whatever it is and ends up that we're not perfect. And sometimes 
because we put so much pressure on ourselves to be perfect, if we're not spot on perfect, if we fuck up once, we make one little mistake, hell, you know, we're on a completely perfect no carb keto diet and we're out for a steak dinner and you know what happens when you're out for a steak dinner, you go there really hungry and then they bring out that bread and it just looks so fucking good. So you have one bit of bread and then the menu comes out and you're like, ah, guess what? Uh, I guess I'm not going to have this steak with vegetables that I was going to have. I'm going to have this giant fucking burger with fries and all this because I've had bread now. And, you know, I'm guilty of something very close to doing that. And I think we all can be. And so what we've got to understand is that this is completely normal. Like It's completely normal to fuck up. It's completely more normal to make mistakes. However... We're only going to succeed if we keep starting again. Uh, as soon as we've made a mistake, we go straight back on that horse. Um, sometimes because we put so much pressure on ourselves to be perfect, you know, and, and then we quit, we feel re- so bad for quitting because, you know, we failed at this thing we put so much pressure on ourselves to do, and then we're never going to start again. We're never going to start again because we feel like it's just this impossible thing. It's on this giant pedestal. You know, we put so much, we had so much pressure and we failed last time and we're never going to do it. And that approach just doesn't doesn't work. It doesn't work for getting long-term results. And any results when it comes to training and diet, like any physique results, they are filed under long-term results, man. Like that, Those are the things that you want year upon year upon year to keep getting better in the gym, month upon month upon month, not day upon day or minute upon minute, year upon year. That's what truly will get you results. And so rather than saying like you know Nike's slogan of just do it, they they that was close. They, they nearly hit the nail. But I I think it's better to say just get started. That's you know just get started with whatever it was that you you failed on. Just get started again. Just get back on that horse. You don't have to pledge yourself to do it. You don't have to say right yeah I'm gonna get this time I'm gonna do it. This time I'm gonna do it better. No, like you're just gonna. Uh, commit again you're going to learn from the mistakes that you made you know maybe you know you go to the steak steakhouse not as hungry you learn from your mistakes and you just keep moving forward you just keep getting back back on that horse like you know getting great results isn't about being perfect it's about constantly moving forward and so that should be another thing that you shouldn't that you know you want to stop doing in 2020 is quitting altogether stop quitting because you know the longer you take between quitting and restarting the harder it is because the bigger pedestal is but reality is getting back on that horse it's the same no matter what you've just got to get started and and just getting back on that horse is going to solve every single fucking problem the sooner you do it the better it is. The more you fail, the more you get used to getting back on that horse. The more you keep getting back on the horse, the more you, lessons you've learned, the more likely you are to succeed. You're always more likely to succeed when you're on that horse than you are if you're in, you know, if you're lying on your couch eating a tub of Ben and Jerry's, watching Netflix, crying to yourself. No one's ever made progress that way. They've made progress when, from that moment, they decided to do it. I think that rounds off point number two perfectly well. So we'll move on to the third thing that you need to stop doing in 2020, and that is enjoying your food. That's right, you shouldn't be enjoying your food. Food is just fuel. It's used to give your body energy and make your body perform and function in the best way possible. That's all you should view f- food as. And you know, if you're a serious athlete, you shouldn't worry about flavor, you shouldn't worry about taste. You should just eat the stuff that makes you perform at your best. Obviously, I'm joking here. I'm talking shit. It's you, know, you should enjoy your food. Food is an important social thing for us as humans and it has been you know since 
records began we always you know it, food is an important social thing so if you if anyone tells you that you should have to be motivated enough to stop ever enjoying your food tell them the fuck off what they sh- what you should uh, stop doing in 2020 is having an all or nothing approach. And I originally thought that this was just a nutrition, but I guess this really does work for diet as well. Understand that you are just a regular person that wants to achieve a certain amount of things through your diet and through your training. Now, to say that you're just going to be a robot, as I said in the previous one, is just it's just a foolish uh, thing to think because food is there to be. It's one of the very few things that we can do that we can just eat food and then our happiness goes up. It's one of the very, you know, name me another thing that you can do instantly that will make you feel better. And I've done this before, so you know that the answer is jacking off. But what you really need to understand is food is so much more than just a fuel source. It's, uh, you know, it's created cultures. It's made us the most social beings. We get around. We in a lot of enjoyment for, the, you know, since... The beginning of time, man, people have sat around and they've enjoyed food together and they've enjoyed being social because of food. People have cooked for people, or people have eaten at certain meals. Like, you, you know what I mean? Like, you don't go out for a fancy black tie, nothing. You go out for a black tie dinner, all, all of this stuff. And you've got to understand that that's the way that you've got to treat food. You've got to enjoy it. You've got to use it as a tool, not just for, you know, creating an energy deficit or for fueling performance. It's so much more than that. And if there are times where you've got to be extra social, you understand that and you understand that you're not just this fucking input-output robot. Food and and even training. You can have a lot of fun with your training or you can skip training because certain things happen. You don't have to be all or nothing. That approach never leads to really good long-term uh, progress. You know, you're always identifying with this certain thing that you have to absolutely do. And if you don't, you're a complete fuck up and you're a complete failure. That's not the way it is. It's not the way of anything. You know, if you think that you don't like carbs too much, but you love bagels, you can have a fucking bagel. If you are like me, you're a plant-based uh, dieter, but you have pasture-raised eggs. I still would consider myself plant-based. I don't really give a fuck. Um, you know, you've got to stop having this Everything has to be either perfect or is nothing approach. Just take elements that you need, constantly get better. Give them. A, you can even dabble in some things. You know, sometimes I've said that dabbling in things is a fucking terrible idea. You have to go balls deep to see if something works. Meh. You don't have to have an all or nothing approach with anything. Specifically, especially and specifically when it comes to your diet. I think that's one of the biggest mistakes that people always seem to make. They're like, right, I'm definitely, definitely on the horse. Well, you can enjoy yourself whilst being on the horse. And like I said in the previous ones, you can make fuck-ups and be okay with that. You know, have a real sense of what you want to get out of your diet and what you want to get out of your training. Stay on some sort of path. You know, at most times, you should be on some sort of path leading to where you want to go. But as... Uh, I post on my Instagram story. If you're so fucking focused on that path, sometimes you don't look up and see an awesome experience, near, you know, right ne- right around the corner or really nearby, or a beautiful tree that you want to sit under. Um, I don't know where I'm going with this analogy, <laughs> but you get the point, you know. And it's whilst it's really important to clarify the first part of that quote, which is, if you don't know where you're going, any road will do. Meaning, you know, you've got to have some sort of goals. You want to know where you're going. But remember, the second part of that quote, if you're so focused on that fucking road, 
it's not the quote at all. David Allen isn't isn't throwing out fucks. Um, but yeah, it's important that you aren't so focused on the road that you don't see awesome experiences and opportunities and enjoy them. You know, and that will help you stay on the road. If you if you only focus on the road, you get bored, and eventually, if that uh, goal where you wanted to be is too far away, you'd give up. Whereas, and maybe you give up into something you know there's, where there's nothing by the road. Whereas. If you take in the awesome experiences every now and again, I'm not saying being, get sold everything. I'm just saying understand that you don't have to have an all or nothing approach. And I believe I've made my point by now. So I'm going to end this podcast here. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, I asked you guys in the last podcast to go and give us a five-star review and just type up one or two sentences. And I don't think anyone did it in the last podcast. So shame on you motherfuckers. Hey, you, listen. Have you given us a five-star review? If you've made it to the end of this podcast and you haven't done, shame on you. It, it's, it costs you absolutely nothing. And it is the best way to help us grow the show. Actually, it's not the very best way. It's a great way to help us grow the show. But the very best way is just to share it with a mate. Throw it up in a WhatsApp conversation or in a WhatsApp group. Share it with friends. Put it on your IG stories, and if you tag me, I'll see it, and I'll I'll, I'll be absolutely appreciative, and I'll I'll hook you up with something special. Do that; it really does help the show grow, and it's you guys that have helped us grow to where we are right now, and it will help us grow in the next decade. So, thank you so much for listening. And I'll see you guys in the next one.